Turn it off! No. I hate you. Me too. Alright, this is a Studios Me podcast with Ryan and... Alright. You remember last week when I said that this week was going to be structured and organised? Yeah, that's a lie. We ain't got fuck all to talk about again. No, we have. I've got a few things. No, okay, I've got, I've got number one thing. That's seriously giving me a headache. <laughs> me too. Please change it. We will in a bit. Just change it now. We will in a bit. Please. No. Right, for context, we're not in the normal room. So if it's a little bit echo, echoey... Er, yeah, so for if it's studio, a little bit more echoey than usual... We're in Studio in 2 podcast, we're not in Studio we're 2. We're in Studio 1. <laughs> Which is a problem. But... Yeah, we're in a different room, so it's a little bit more echoey, and we don't have our normal light. So Ryan, <laughs> yeah. eternal... You've even angled it towards us. I angled it towards the ceiling, because the ceiling's a big flare. No, it's propped towards us as opposed to towards the wall to bounce at us. Oh, well, either way. Why don't I leave you in lighting? What? <laughs> That's the light I could find. So either way... Is this, like, standard on your phone, or is it just, like... It's an option on my phone. Why? I don't know. It's just not. So whereas most phones have a flashlight option, Ryan's has got a rave mode. <laughs> you could film it if you wanted to. To put no, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Actually, should we explain that the reason why you can't actually film anything on your phone? Didn't we explain that last week? Do we explain it? Your phone is. I don't think your phone is. I've got a crap phone. phone. Yeah, it was. Well, I'm still using that. Oh yeah, you are. I've got a crap phone at the moment, and Ryan finds it greatly humorous that it's got a flashlight but no torch. Because no, what's got a flashlight but no camera? What kind of cam? What kind of phone doesn't have a camera? Apart from one that's An made in the nineties, didn't have a camera on it. But why would you have a torch instead? Because it's useful to have a torch. Sometimes you need to see shit. Yeah. For example, now when you've got that <laughs> piece of shit going off, I can't see fuck all, and the right side of my head is in agony. <laughs> Look, just live with it. All right, it's only an hour of your time. I'm not spending an hour with this. <laughs> Neither is my phone's battery, so let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Look, I wanted to talk about... Is this genuinely happening? What? Just going to leave the strobe light? Yes. Okay. Because it's the only form of lighting we've got. No, Obviously... it's not. You can put the normal light on it. It'll be fine. I can't. Yes, you can. You had it on before. Yeah. Just leave no. it. Oh, I hate you. Right. So, I want to talk about... Uh, well, I have a question to ask. I just want to know if you've got any topics first. No, I'll go off of what you said. Right. Well, you... I've got shit topics, so when we run out of things to say, I'll bring them up. I've got a few things, but out of the back of my mind, I can't remember them, and my phone's currently not in my possession, so... Maybe if you turn the shitty (laughs) strobe light on. I've got a bigger question to ask you. I'd rather you had notes than lighting. We... Well, no. Just leave it. Look, just leave it. Let's get into it, because we're, like, minutes in now. Minutes. Um, We were just asked... By our teacher. Uh, well, we were told that later on in our assignments we'd write about a particular film industry, so like British and then Hollywood and whatnot. And so we were going to design a film for it as like a pitch sort of thing. Mm-hmm. What film would you ideally do? What kind of genre slash. British. Okay. Evol- elaborate on that. Evolve the ideas I've already spoke about. Okay. Care to elaborate on what that is? Okay, well, repeat. One of the things from the first podcast, I've written is it the a album? film about uh, the Streets album, the Grandad. Yeah, Death okay. Proof. So mine would be. I do have a follow up that because it's sort of. You'd, it would be done in a sort of gritty British drama style, but then it wouldn't be. A so like a Danny Boyle style. 
No, more like Shane Meadows, because it's still got a bit more humour. Um, I have another one. So, if you were to be told that that couldn't be done, and you were told to do one on a genre that you didn't particularly enjoy as much, what genre would you choose and what would you try to make? Because I know you don't really like sci-fi, I'm not sure about whether you like horror or not. See, for me, I like drama the most, so my go-to thing would probably be drama. Failing that, I do. Turn it off! It's <laughs> agony! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> we, uh. Yeah, my ideal would be drama. I could, like, possibly do, like, comedy or possibly, like, horror or something like that, but I wouldn't be yeah. as happy doing it. I think what you're going for is something completely out of left wing that I wouldn't do. So something like fantasy or something like no, that. No, I'm going for. But I yeah, dark want, fantasy horror. Well, that's what I mean. I wouldn't want to do fantasy because I think it's not my sort of thing. I wouldn't be able to make something good because I've got no respect for. Not respect. That's the bad. You've got. I don't passion isn't there as much as drama. Yeah. I don't have the same appreciation no, I get that. to do for that. So it would be a shit film. There are some uh, drama, TV shows more than films. I find are better because a whole thing with drama is you have to evolve the characters because if the characters don't evolve, then the film doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> so. It's like having fucking Christmas lights on. Leave it. We can't keep going on about the struggle art on a fucking audio podcast. Please just turn it off. No. It's pointless. It's live just here it. to annoy us. Live with it. Look, so, as you say, the whole point... I'm better this way. Just stop. Right, I'm so sorry, people. But he's, he's now moving towards the edge. <laughs> that does nothing. That hurts. Good. Oh, you're moving. No, it stays where it is. No, no. I hate you. There, it's angled at the ceiling. We're fine. Let's get back to it. Right, anyway. So a big point with drama, and I prefer TV show. We just start. It's fine now, I can't see it. Right, but the audio podcast is suffering. If anyone was wondering, I just pushed the big board into his face. Can we please just put some proper lights It's on. on. Look, no, I'm it's not. It's strobing and it's annoying. <laughs> just leave it. Tell me to just leave it. You've got the exact same headache as I have. Leave, leave it. Oh, Let's get God. on with it. Power through, be a soldier. Ah. So, as I was saying... What do you mean be a soldier? It's facing me! <laughs> it's behind you! There we go. Right, so... <laughs> I hate this. Really wish we could have filmed it. This podcast is really suffering now. Talk! <laughs> right, as I was saying, I like drama as opposed to to a film in a TV show because that allows you to actually evolve the characters. Mm. You can't really evolve drama without the characters. Um, but for me, I'm a big fan of dark fantasy horror, so that's probably the genre I'd choose. And I'd choose to probably go for a British-style horror film, which tends to use more like nuances than Hollywood. Mm. Hollywood tends to use like quite a large, large amount of scares and... So instead of jump scares and shit, you want more tension? I want, yeah, tension, mystery, that sort of stuff. Gothic horror, that kind of craft. And if 
I was chosen to do one that I was, that was outside my comfort zone. I don't know, I guess I'd go for like a rom-com or something, because I have no Ooh, interest in rom-com. That's a good one. See, that's more just comedy that I'd probably do anyway, but I'd quite like to do a rom-com at some point. Or I'll try Are there to any, any films hybrid? that you'd love to make, but you sort of just have no real idea for? So like a genre that you think, oh, I'd, love, I'd love to try that, but you've not got any idea in which um, you could actually try it. Yeah, like a, like a noir cyberpunk film that's not Blade Runner, because we all know that Blade Runner is hmm. the one that we must go to. But every idea that I come up with, I think, I've seen that somewhere else. Yeah. It seems to all stem from body augmentation, but that's in everything. Mm. You can't really get cyberpunk without that, though. That's the problem. I'm quite a fan of films that take like an old style, like Western or noir, and do it in like a modern context. Because I think it works quite well. Yeah. It's distracting you as well. We can't spend an hour talking about a light that no one can see. Leave it. Let's go. Yeah, I quite like the idea of trying to merge something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's many games that could be turned into films as well. So yeah, well, we were talking about this the other day. We saw it. So what games would you turn into films? Well, close my eyes and I can't see it. Um, I've got a few. Nier Automata mm. would be one. Because I feel... Although the director, the director of the game himself said that he believes it works better as a game than a film or a series. Mm. Um, Bloodborne as opposed to Dark Souls because it's it has more story elements to it. Uh, so the Witcher, a complete outsider. I'd argue that none of them really, they rely a lot on. Well, you mean Bloodborne? The gameplay as opposed to because you're fighting a boss. I yeah, don't think it would be as good just with, watching somebody fight something. The thing with Dark Souls and Bloodborne is it uses it, t- it basically the things you find in the world and the places you go to and the characters you talk to. That's where your story comes from. None of the story is told to whatsoever. You get this little cutscene at the start, and then you go out and you kill things. But the items you find have descriptions and stuff, and then you piece it together yourself. But would that translate to a film very well or a series? That's the that's the issue you got to think about when you make those films. So which I would think work we all know film? I'm a fan of series over film. Yeah, but then there are certain things that I know wouldn't work as a series. So, for example, this street scene that wouldn't work as a series. That would have to be a standalone film. Or well, it's only got one, like, one arcing narrative. No, like, no it's not even that. It just There's no point for it to be a series. Whereas I think most things, it should be a series to be fleshed out. Yeah. And I think especially adapting an album. There's no point in having it as a series. I think series are usually developed... Yeah, I can't speak. Usually, I mean, usually we... Oh, God, Come sake. on. Third they usually develop series for smaller budget products, but you end up, if you think about it, you end up developing more of an idea and a more more of a product from series. I'd argue series probably costs more because you've got to make a film every week. If you look at Stranger Things, and yeah, but you're not making one standalone film that's going to cost you a million billion pounds. Are you taking the piss? Oh, it's Andy, great. And he's totally just going to leave us undisturbed in here. You can guarantee. Yeah. With the strobe light going on. <laughs> Right, yeah. This is going to get cut. What were we talking about before? Let's turn that off now. Oh, My right. phone's getting quite hot. Now you turn it off. Um, well, we've got another light on now, haven't we? <laughs> um, I was talking about Strange Things, and if you look at the comparison of that and it that came out uh, last year. Yeah. They're both 80s-themed, thriller stuff. Sort of thriller-themed films. Hmm. It's trying to go for more, more horror than thriller, but uh, it's not... As horror as somebody you to believe. Which... What would you define as horror then? Horror. Um, 
Because I'd say it was a horror film. What, it? Yeah. No, I'm saying it's horror, but it was a thriller horror and it was more towards the horror. But it wasn't as jump scary as horror films. Do you not argue that a thriller horror is just a good horror? Because it's tense. No, because thriller so what would you usually uses horror? mystery. What would I define as horror? Yeah. Uh, What's just a standalone horror for you? A standalone horror... So something like The Descent, something that makes you uncomfortable and something that makes you think more about what the horror actually is as opposed to, oh, that's scary. Mm. Something that makes you think as well as, as being scared because otherwise horror doesn't have a point. It's just there to shock you and shock value can only go so far. I'd argue that's the other way around and that a thriller is something that's supposed to make you think and the thrill, like the thriller horror is more psychological, where it's just a standalone yeah. horror's face value, you go, ah, and then it moves on. That's the thing, when you look at the uh, the first Alien, for instance, that's actually, I think it's marketed as a thriller, not a horror, but it's considered one of the best horror films. Not to keep going on about this, but could you please turn the light off, I'm going dizzy. <laughs> How about I do this instead? I can skip bouncing off walls. What's the point in having that, then? That? Just turn the light off. We'll sit in the dark, it's fine. We're already in the dark, pretty much. That's better. Come on, that's not on your face. No, it's just not doing anything <laughs> to light the room now. <laughs> Alright, I'll turn it off to my phone's getting hot. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. Alright, it's all getting cut anyway. Is it? Right. This is the great thing about editing these. I get the power to decide who looks like a bigger bellend. Well, me. But anyway. I'll cut some great bits out of this. <laughs> Would you have anything to add to that? Any questions? What do you mean? Well, I was talking about what films would develop or what films would pitch. I was trying to sort of like take us out of comfort zone. What would we? What would we aim to make? I don't know. Like I say, the only stuff I've written has been more British based because I'm more of a British yeah. film guy than American. I'm not going into. American shit again because I've done that so many times. Yeah, you've ragged on Americans a lot. I just don't like the American style. I think I've always said America don't do things on halves. Because it's all or nothing. Yeah, actually, a a perfect example of that with the whole comedy thing. British comedy, they leave it up to you a little bit, and you sort of—it's like a wink to the audience and sort of. It's very realistic. Whereas American comedy to me is just sort of. It's like if you the office. The office doesn't have a happy ending. See, I'd say the office is different though because everyone cites the office as British humour. And I feel like The Office is an example of British humour, and it's a good example. But I think things like, even like Not Going Out and some of the sitcoms that we have, that wouldn't translate to an American audience. And I just think, it, it, you can't explain why, because it's just normal to us. But at the same time, if you look at some American sitcoms, personally I look at them thinking, geez. Like, have you ever watched so Friends with that laugh track? No. I think there's a video on YouTube of someone's taking the laugh track out, and it's, it's like, spooky. <laughs> like unca- it's weird, uncanny valley sort of. Not right. No, I get that. Um, I think have you ever watched Blue, uh, Blue Stone Four Two on BBC Three? That was a good representation of comedy because it was like very British soldiery, so I think sort of British squaddy comedy, comedy tends to be the sort of comedy that I look at going, I want to know how this was written because I've always said it with. Uh, I don't. Know, I look at it thinking these are real people. Well, see, there's a show. Misfits. I yeah. love Misfits. Misfits is a show that I watch and go, I love this show, it's great. It's really funny, it makes me laugh, it's a really good show. Then you've got This Is England, which I look at and 
it feels like you're watching people have a conversation, not reading a script. Yeah. I'd love to know what the scripts are like. Because in my head, it's like, you add live everything, you just get to these points. But when, oh, I can't remember his name, Woody joins uh, Misfits, he's still the same in it. He feels like he's just talking. So I feel like instead of being good writing as such, perhaps which it is, I feel like they're just really good actors. Yeah, perhaps the writing is, they give, they're given the base layout of what they want to write and then they add live quite a few of the lines to I make it know, feel more natural. That feels like a really shit way of writing. No, because if you think about it, I've if written like that. It is a really. If shit you want to create writing. as genuine as a, a most possible, you give it works, what you but want. then no one knows how to do anything, and you end up with twenty-minute scenes to get one point across. Oh yeah, I suppose. So I've tried it; it doesn't work. I'm quite a fan of, and again, horror, sci-fi, big things for me. I'm quite a fan of great films with tiny casts. Hmm. So if you look I like at films uh, like, right, so Ex Machina is an example. Hmm. There's three main actors one small actor he's a helicopter pilot you don't really count him but there's three actors well actually so, sorry four because you've got the Japanese the woman as well um, and it's just the tension in that film is unbelievable when he gets to the mid part and think who's playing what game see again I'm writing the sitcom at the moment I've currently one problem that I ran into was I've got a thing of I like having a big cast well not even a big cast but you have your normal cast yeah and I like taking two characters out of it and putting them on the... Not even on their own, but taking them out of it and putting them somewhere just and seeing what happens. Which always sounds like a wanky thing to say. But then uh, I think Family Guy did it. In fact, did a similar thing to what I did. Um, if they had Stewie and Brian stuck in the lift... No, not in the lift. Um, in the bank. In the bank. Oh, I love that episode. Over a weekend. That was a, a special anniversary, just, I think. Yeah, there was no cutaways. It was just them two for the like two characters. Just let's see what happens. And I wrote a similar thing of two... Characters from my sitcom get uh, stuck in a lift. On... What film does that remind me of now? Devil, where the four people are in the elevator and they have to decide which one's the supernatural force that's killing them or something. I think I it is. No, <laughs> but either way, my character was uh, my t- scene or show was one episode, um, and it's before one character leaves, which is what's sort of more significant. If you have the two main characters in this lift, the lift breaks down, and you're in with. Uh, a load of people and I wrote it as a Christmas episode so you've got there's jokes to be made about the sort of fact they're missing Christmas and all that but it had like a there's a priest there's a drunk guy whatever that like, sounds like a bar really joke. overly aggressive like Irish no just there was a priest an overly aggressive guy um, yeah so you got the loud mouth it's just loads of different priest. characters yeah. in this lift and it, I liked writing that episode because I found it was quite fun to sort of bounce around each thing but then I also wrote an episode, which I've now changed, but I wrote an episode where the characters were driving, like, going on holiday, and so they're stuck in traffic, and the whole, it was four of the, well, it was the main characters, but the four main characters just stuck in a car in traffic. And I was struggling with it, because a lot of it was sort of based off, yeah. like, radio humour and joking off of that. And then you have some of the sort of more standout jokes of stupid stuff like that. But I realised, like, when I was writing it, that, one, I was doing the same thing as I'd already done once, and I think that's you can't overdo that. That's something you need to keep as a sort of separate thing. And two, it just didn't, it wasn't funny, and so I just tweaked it. I've yeah. kept elements of it in the bit. It's the that worst I liked thing, it, isn't it, when you're still there? But I'm thinking this isn't worth me doing. It's the worst thing when you design something and you go through all the trouble of actually thinking of characters, worlds, plot lines, and all that, and then you go, actually, this isn't any good, and mm. then you scrap the entire thing, which is what I that. Like, I think. Uh, like influence can come from 
anywhere. So for example, that one, I completely changed my example based on the song Are You Gonna Go My Way by Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Because I've had this thing of, I like, I mean, I love music and everything that I write is in some way based around music. If it's not based off of an album or something as specific as that, depending I like to have on songs or certain things, the soundtracks to what I make. Depending on what I'm trying to parts. write up, uh, like say we're doing a project in media and we're doing a short film, if I want to make mystery, I listen to moody no, kind of songs. No, it's not even that. I, I just, listen to genres to get it I've got a flowing big a sort of library of t- cassette tapes. Yeah, yeah, this leads on to what I was going to say. I listen to a wide variety of music. Oh, we don't. On like a daily basis, I listen to anything. So I'd like to think that helps when I'm writing, because it's not a case yeah, of I'm going to listen to this to get me in the mood to the, like write this. It's a case of I'll have a song stuck in my head, and like I say, I don't even fucking TV or the radio or something. Are you going to go my way? Came on, and I've now completely changed my idea just because I heard that song, and it's nothing to do with the song. It's not like you'd watch the episode and uh, sort of say what song inspired me to write that. You wouldn't go, oh, it was obviously this. It's just, for whatever reason, that sparked something in my head. But what I wanted to talk about, to move on from that, mm-hmm. was... Not The Burning. No, The Burning. I just want to briefly again... touch on the fact that you haven't watched The Burning again. I'm sorry to everyone, every person who doesn't watch this program, or this this podcast, not program. I'm sorry to you. I haven't got around to it yet. I have t- I've had time to watch another film in a series... But apparently not that film. But next week, if I don't do it, you can you can punch me or something. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I need to, I need to watch this as a thing. So when we're millionaires, we can have merch. Yeah, but um, I just realised the point that I was going to make didn't actually make done. any sense. So we'll move on briefly from that. And I didn't actually make a comment then. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say go on to music tastes, but all I've put is that I listen to Charles Gambino and. Kendrick Lamar. And we talked about that a bit earlier. Yeah. Well, that was literally the full thing I had to say. I forgot to say. I listened to Childish Gambino, because previously I'd only listened to the one album, and it was, I quite like his other stuff. I prefer it to that album. And I listened to Kendrick Lamar, and there's a few songs that I think are all right. And I know for a fact that Theo... We are listening to the whitest person talk about this music, by the way. Well, I, see, this is what I mean. It's rap music. Does that mean I'm not allowed to listen to it, because I'm white and posh? No. I like it. You're well, not posh either. I don't know where that's coming from. Posh than you. Well, I mean, you come from somewhere near the ice rink, I come from somewhere near Cranmore, so... See, like, on a daily basis, you change as to whether Shirley... On, like, Shirley is one of the most violent places, and... It's... You were it going is. on about yesterday about how it's had more reported crime than Chelsea It has, yeah. And yet, when you want to lord it over me, apparently I live in a shithole, and yours is fucking Buckingham Palace. <laughs> yeah, because you live, like, more towards Birmingham. So? Some nice places. Well, the further you get... Close, the closer you get to Birmingham, the crappier it gets. No offence, Birmingham, but... I would disagree. <laughs> I'm saying you're crappy. The way you live is crappy. I'm just saying... You are! <laughs> you're saying that, like... Because <laughs> I live closer to a city centre, I live in a city. Typically, the closer you get to a city, the more crime you'll see, the more poverty you'll see, that sort yes, of stuff. City. Yeah. So it makes what sense that if you, do? the way you live, which is close to the city, would have more crime and... Be a it's not like you live in the fucking green belt. You live like I five live, minutes I down live the very road. close to the green belt. There is no discernible green belt around Solihull, but I live very close to it. <laughs> no, the, the green belt is sort of Chelmsley Woodway, and I live very close to that. So you live there? No, you fucking don't. Yes, I do. I live closer to Chelmsley than you do. 
Not Chelsea Woods, sorry, Cheswick Green. Oh, right. I was, <laughs> was going to say. I'm sorry. I was also going to wonder where the green belt was in Chelsea Woods. <laughs> um, Anyone that's not from Birmingham doesn't have a fucking clue what we're talking no, about. No, but really. West Midlands, come on. Um, I had a few other... I had actually a few films to talk about. Gallifoy. I want to suggest you, even though you do watch Monsters, either. You see, this is the thing. You don't watch films that you suggest yourself, and then I don't watch films that you suggest to me. So we work uh, really well. Well, I watch, one in, I watch both things on Netflix. One you already know of. Right. Which is which? Detectorists, TV show. Oh, right. Which is an example of very old man British humour. So, before we get into this, I do just briefly want to bring up... If anyone's been watching these all, you may recall somebody making a comment about Black Mirror... And how it's over. Alright. No, it's not overrated. I believe what you said is I you're not going to watch it because um, everyone always goes on about I said, it. No, I said the more people that tend to go on about it, the less I feel like I want to watch it. Okay, yeah. I earlier made the comment that you do the same thing. Right. Which is completely understandable because I've mentioned this about show it. about three times. Yeah, when did you start watching it? Last. Oh god. Not this Monday, last Monday. Okay. So last Monday, when we weren't in. No, Yesterday no, was the like... first time we spoke to each other and you mentioned it about four times in the day. Because, yes. <laughs> I get why. Right, it's because you really enough. like it and you're passionate about right, it. This is the thing. same reason that everyone goes on I, about Black Mirror. I will fully like admit that. to this. When I first get into something, I can get really into it. Where, to I think where... everyone does. Well, it's the same with games. If I get really into a game, I'll be into that game for months yeah. and then forget And you want it. someone to talk give that back with... to you, yeah. But it seems like... But I just find it a fun. lot of people. You said earlier today. A lot of people give you recommendations saying they think it's your type of thing. That is very your type of thing. I don't know if it it's is. It's got a folky theme song. It's two old guys talking shit in a field. Why do you think I'm secretly fifty years old? <laughs> because you are. You're an old man like me. I just don't know if it is my thing. Tell you what. It's a Watch, series. Give it right? a free episode rule. No, That's it's a series, right? Yes. I'll do the first hour. Free episode rule. How long are the episodes? Like 20 minutes each. Okay, so it'll be the first hour. Oh, crap, here it would. I'll do the first hour, then I will come back next week and I'll tell you how shit it is. It's not shit. (laughs) Anyway, there's a film I have to talk about as well, which has its British people in it as well. It's called The Ritual. Just because it's got British people in it doesn't mean I'm going to like it. No, but it's... The, the you use that as a selling point a lot. It's got British people in it, you'll like it now. If he listens to it, he might actually like it. (laughs) I doubt it. Right. It's... I wouldn't say it's horror. It's very much more thriller because they're sort of trying to find out what's going on. So a group of lads, it starts with them on a night out and they're trying to decide what to do for a lad's holiday. They're like 30 to 40 years old and you can tell they're sort of not in their prime anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go to a supermarket. Long story short, and this is in the trailer so it's not a spoiler. But one of their friends ends up dying, and in memory of him, they go on this hiking holiday that he wanted to wanted so to do. So a load of blokes go out, then they go to Tesco. During this dies, night, one so of they climb up a mountain. During this during this night, one of them dies. I'm not going to say how, not going to say what circumstances, but he oh. dies. And so in memory of him, they all do this hiking holiday in New Zealand, I believe, and they they end up trying to take a shortcut through a forest. Things are bad, but before the horror stuff takes place. They have these moments where it's just actual British people because they just go, "Oh, my legs are killing me!" or something. It's just the most British comedy, and it's so out of place, but it's it fits really well. And I don't know why. So your definition of British comedy is people complaining. <laughs> no, you know how surreal. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. 
That's what British people do. <laughs> That's all we ever do is complain. Yeah. Since the snow's come, none of us have gone, oh yeah, I love snow. We've all gone, oh, I've always said snow. I fucking hate snow. <laughs> so we're currently in blizzard conditions. Not blizzard conditions. Well, audio podcast, I'm doing air quotes, but still. <laughs> Apparently we're in blizzard conditions and it's like Russia. It's just fucking wank. It's right, ramp time again. I hate snow. You get the powdery shit that we've got at the moment. It's fucking useless for everything. It's not. Doesn't do fuck all. Lovely. All it does is piss everyone off, makes everything fucking cold. You got all that stupid shit, and then you kind of throw it at people because it's just crumbly bollocks. <laughs> you then get the other type of snow that you can throw at people, which is fucking wonderful because it gets stuck everywhere. You yeah. can't walk; it just leaves slush after a day. Like first thing <laughs> in the morning, it's fucking brilliant. You open the curtains, you go, "Oh shit!" It's, well, I don't because I've got to go out in it. It's like, "Oh fucking snow." But you see, it's nice and snow, there's no footprints in it. You get that nice, satisfying crunch, and you walk through it. No. And then you discover that it's because fine. of the small layer of the As soon as you come out a couple of days later, and everyone, well, a couple of fucking hours later, and everyone's seen it, you've got fucking shitty little snow lumps everywhere, and people put fucking eyes on it to make it, oh, look, it's a snowman! It's fuck all. <laughs> you've got bastards that just lob shit at you, and it's like, would you throw a rock at someone walking down the street? <laughs> My brother had to throw a rocket's car for no reason, so... I just hate snow. It makes everyone into fucking Bennett. And then you've got to be happy. So you're walking along trying not to fucking fall over and someone walks past you. Oh, oh, it's like Christmas, isn't it? No, it's fucking January. I don't mind the snow so much as if there's snow, I want it all to come down in one go instead of having a little layer. I want it to snow. come down in one go and fuck because, off at the end of the day. And we've had this problem now. Because I hate sludge. We've had a small layer come down. Like slippy bollocks that just makes everything miserable. It's happened now. We've had a small, dirty. small layer come down that's frozen overnight and then another layer come on top of that. Sheet ice is the worst thing to walk well, no, in the world. about at the moment. Fucking, I can't remember what he called it. Like freezing rain, basically. So it comes down as rain, but it's that cold. It's still liquid, but as soon as it touches yeah. something, it just freezes. I was going to say, the worst thing about this snow is not the snow itself, it's the wind temperature. Yeah, we've got wind chills. We've had like really minus bad. Eight, which, if you're American, don't mean fuck all to you, but here it's... Cold. Actually, I'd say in some states that's still pretty bad. Yeah, but they're Fahrenheit. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Like, oh, it's fucking 30 degrees here, and you're like, what? Sorry. Um, no, but I was going to say now. Oh, yeah, we saw, even though it was only a small amount of snow, we saw a hell of a lot of ambulances out. I think that was an actual thing that happened. Do you reckon? Just loads of people fell over. <laughs> I they assume were all going the same happens. direction, so... I assume more stuff happens than people fall over. I'm pretty sure cars slide and stuff like that. Yeah, but they were all going to the same place. Maybe a lot of cars slid. Pilot. Yeah. Did you actually look at what that was? What? Why there was loads of ambulances in that case. No, I didn't get a chance. No one else saw it. I don't know. Look now. Look. Ah, okay. Let's have a look at some You better keep them talking. Nosy fuckers. Actually, I don't want to bone to pick with them. Sully on updates. I don't know why I'm talking to you, because you don't listen to this. There's a page, and it's good. Everyone, like you say, traffic jam, and you get a bit of speculation. What I don't like is these cunts that think it's a good idea to start speculating without any knowledge. If you know what's happened, by all means, write something. You can then clear the air, and no one's worried about what's going on, because they know what's happened. It's this bollocks are closed due to an incident. What incident? Is it that someone's been hit by a car, in which case I know that's fine. Is there a bloke waving a machete around, in which case I should possibly be a little bit worried? My mum, a few years ago, crashed a car and rolled it, and it was this... Why is that funny? <laughs> you were just ranting on trying to find out what the fuck this thing is. No, I can't find anything about it. 
So a couple of years ago, my mum crashed a car, and it's this little family hatchback, and she'd roll it. Yeah. Whilst we were sat in the back of a police car in the uh, warm, like, having a conversation about it, you get fucking old ladies coming over. There's people driving past, taking photos on the phone. Okay. Right. Don't turn it on. Lights just turned off. We have no light, so... So now I'm going to have a fucking seizure, apparently. <laughs> so, remember this? Do you get people coming in? Yeah, from about five minutes ago. But, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Stop. So you have people walking past taking videos and photos of a car crash, which is like probably fair to say someone's been in that car, which I think is already fucked up enough. But then you have people knocking on a police car... And making comments about boy races and people shouldn't be allowed these cars. It was my mum. She's 40-odd years old. I can't remember how old my mum was. There's a, a big... But there's all these... Then you go onto the... Uh, I like doing this and it's like that because it looks all stuttery and weird. Yeah. But, um, you can't yeah, tell what you're doing. There's this big thing of any time there's any crash, people pretend they know what's going on. But you get some really offensive people going on, just making shit up to insult a group of people. When yeah. it's absolutely fuck all to do with it. Uh, so if you're one of these bastards, fuck off and die. <laughs> as much as I hate that. I don't think this room's soundproof. Young people are making a really bad name for ourselves. Because no, we're not. The only time you ever hear of any young person doing something stupid is when they've done something stupid. Yeah, I've seen all of us are doing stupid good... things. No, they're not. Yes, we are. Right, what was the last stupid thing that you did? When was the last time you fucking robbed a shop or... Joyriding and crashed into a train What kind of bad, kind of bad person do you think I am? I'm robbing Exactly, shots. though. This is all the shit that you hear. The last stupid thing I did was broke a table like a cottage. Fucking knobhead. <laughs> but this is what I mean. The only time you're ever going to hear anything about anybody is when we've done something shit. Teenagers are an easy target to pick on, so they go for that. Because oh, no one's going to try and defend a teenager. This is what I hate. And, and if a teenager is... tries to defend a teenager, then they're just a teenager. This is a very ranty thing now. I've discovered this is a ranty podcast. I'm yeah. not in a happy mood. I don't want to bring this up, but... I am so sick of people having a go at millennials because we're millennials. People will have a go and say that millennials are just the, the worst generation in history. We're the current. So I find it quite interesting of like. But we're the early millennials. But I look at it thinking. It's completely gone out of my head what I was going to say, but I'm going to stall so no one can notice. I have this thing of. I find it interesting where you think of like our grandparents and that growing yeah. up with certain things. We've got like there's going to be parents, so there's going to be kids whose parents grew up with smartphones and things like that. And as someone said the other day, of like there are going to be children whose parents were born bef- uh, with like who were born after Google. Yeah. So they've always had Google. Oh my god. It's fucking weird, right? I suppose that is strange, yeah. And like, kids are going to be brought up by Siri as opposed to Dad. <laughs> that feels weird Siri. to me. Like, They're not going to be brought up by Siri. I don't know. I've been tricky Cortana, maybe. recently. I just... I don't know what it is. I've been thinking loads about... I've discovered some weird anxieties I have. But it's sort of not at the same time. Like, in your head, it's ridiculous and weird. But, like, you actually explain it to someone. It's a perfectly <laughs> like, justified fear. Explain it then. But I have the thing of, like, I think most teenagers have the thing if you don't know if you're in the right, like, going the right way with your oh, life, God. if you're going to have a career. 
in the direction yeah, of that. Yeah, we all have that. So I go through all of this shit of, am I going to get a career and be successful? And then the other part of my head goes, what if we just go to war and, like, nothing matters anymore? That is a very real problem. Because I've I mean. had that before. I, I made a comment the other day, and I can't think what it was. Something... Like, People no, this wasn't what it was, but for the sake of this, we'll pretend. So I was walking down the road, and someone, like, a pallet fell over or something, and it made a really loud bang. And I turned to my friend, we said, oh, what the fuck was that? And we realised, oh, it was that. And it was like, we stood there. I made some jokey comment about, um, oh, fucking hell, I thought it was a bomb gone off or something like that. And we laughed. And then kept walking. Yeah. And about a minute or so later, I was like, that's a really depressing thought that genuinely, I mean, I'd said it as a joke, but you hear a bang in a city centre and the first thing that goes into your head is, am I going to die? It was a really depressing way to live your life. Just permanently terrified that something's going to kill you. Yeah. I've always said I like to live like you, one day at a time. Like, you can have your plans or a whatever. Separate thing to that. Nothing matters been... apart from what's happening today. I've been thinking, really difficult uh, to do. A separate thing to that is I've been thinking, you know in science lessons when you're always told the sun would expand and eventually destroy the earth or yeah. burn out and the earth would die Shit off. in the sea we don't know about, the and shit in the sky we don't know and about. And they go, oh it won't happen to your grandkids are kind, or their grandkids or their grandkids, but you're far, 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 far grandkids. And I go, I reckon we're only going to get about three generations more until we, the human race is not really told about built global to last. warming. The human race oh, is sort shit. of destroying so itself. I sit thinking, like now it's quite cold outside. Yeah. It's been getting warmer, right? I mean, it has been recently, but then it's. But dropped. I remember years and years ago when I was going to school, I'd have to wear like two hoodies, a coat, and I'm not like fifty odd. I'm nineteen, and yet now I can walk to like college in a hoodie and a uh, yeah. jacket. Like, I mean, granted, today I'm wearing a big parka, but I'm cold. That's because of the air temperature. But and say like, it's been getting warmer, and then to the point of summers. I remember summer. <laughs> Stop doing it. I remember summer. Like, where you could go out and it'd be good, and you'd have a nice day, especially riding bikes, like, whatever. Yeah. You'd have a really good day. Last year, we'd go out, and it would get to the point where you just look straight into your light, haven't you? Yeah. It would get to the point where you can't stop. I mean, I had, uh, I managed an event last year Ooh. with a track that I work at. Get you. And, fuck off. <laughs> we had a kid pass out, well, we had a kid crash, and then pass out due to heat. Hmm. Which is fucking terrifying to like deal Actually, with. Actually, it was not. But it's the point of it's not even like full summer yet. We were coming into summer, and people are passing out due to the heat. Yeah, it wasn't. Think, uh, it's getting too hot. Are we going to melt? It wasn't last year. Who needs cameras? We can't breathe. It was 2016, where I think was it the three soldiers on a training session in Wales. I think they died because they were marching in the heat doing this training session where they had to get from one end to the other. I'd argue training sessions. Are probably pretty fucking hardcore. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. Soldiers but riding have, a bike isn't that hardcore. For for a marching session where you're carrying equipment, you shouldn't have a fear of oh, I'm going to die because I'm not. I'm too hot and I'm not got enough water. Yeah. If it's a survival one, you've always got the risk of this could seriously injure someone if it's not if they don't handle it right. But the weather can't really guarantee anything. Also, that the, the thing is, fucking British summers they suck. All we get Why? is humidity. Yeah. We don't get breezes very often. That being so, said, if you go to the seaside... I hate this whole fucking culture around, oh, you moan when it's cold and snowing, and then you moan when it's middle of summer. The weather's really never cold. nice in Britain. That's the thing. No. I, I'm allowed to moan. It's too cold and it's too spring, fucking hot. Spring is the it's only nice time. It's not just right. I don't like it. Spring is the only nice time. 
If I gave you a very fucking rainy. cup of tea, actually that's a bad example. <laughs> so if I gave you a cup of tea that was cold, you'd moan. If I then gave you a boiling cup of tea, sort of ignore the fact that that's what it needs to be. If I gave you a like, piping hot cup of tea, you still wouldn't like it because it's too fucking hot. Yeah. It's it's a really angry stupid. podcast today. That reminds me of the uh, the video about sexual education where it says, "Would you ask the oh, person if they want a cup of tea?" <laughs> They've asked it about three times. Do you have anything less angry to talk about? I had something in mind, but I can't remember what it was, and I haven't written it down. Well, I'll go off of what we were talking about, what we nearly spoke about yesterday. Yeah. Sort of on a tangent, talking about the future and all. Mm-hmm. Well, like, talk to me about kids and oh, family. And like what are your opinions on kids? On YouTube. Um, my opinion on kids. Lovely. Well, I don't like kids. No. Oh, um, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, so for me, in my head, like, I've got. You have your dream of what you want to achieve and all that, lot. Yeah. So for me, uh, I have a not so distant dream. I'd like to be living in a nice studio apartment in a city I'd like to have set up my own company be relatively yeah. successful not like rolling millionaire I'd yeah. like to be comfortable and I'm happy I, used to I ha- don't have that as because that's me or me and a girlfriend doesn't like that I don't want kids at that point Yeah. I don't have I, I want kids but I don't have the whole this is what my house is going to look like and this is what my kids are gonna look like. I have an I'm eventual, worried that that's not normal. I have an eventual goal, I suppose. Like ages ago, when I first started media, I was like, "Oh, I want to get a really well-paying job, and I want to just have money to spend." And since times gone on, I've mellowed out after seeing what the industry is like a bit more through work experience and or just through what people have told me. Um, I've sort of thought I just want a job that allows me and a significant other to. Have a family and support ourselves, really. I just don't. I don't mind where we live because I want to be happy. The home's what you make it. Is one of my philosophies. Mm. It's just my family's big thing is. It doesn't matter how crap the house or flat is. You just make it what it is. Yeah, but you live in the shit house. I do. <laughs> Thanks, but uh, well, you hardly middle class anyway. Um, <laughs> but uh, since then, I also thought I want an end goal of I want to make a short film and submit it to a festival at some point. Because I believe that short films are just, they're a great way for independence to actually get anywhere. I'd argue that's a target, not a goal. It's a, I want to do it, it's a goal for me to do. Even no, but I'd say like a target is something that you want to achieve on the way to your goal. Okay, yeah. The thing is, that I, think, I don't mind if it gets successful or not, I just want to do it. See, it's my thing. I just want to get stuff out there. I don't want, well, but I don't want money. I don't want to be struggling, I'd like to be comfortable and not have to be stressing them. Yeah whether or not I'm going to be able to cover this bill or whatever. I'd just like to be able to live not needing to worry about shit. For me, I don't massively care. I don't want to be famous. Because it seems shit. Like, I don't want people camping outside my house. There's this misconception that being famous nowadays is really great. A lot of people are famous for a lot of stupid things. I don't really want to be famous. I'd like to be appreciated and relatively... Not even... Well, how would you define successful within media? You're happy and you're able to support yourself. See, that would be my thing. That's not what I meant. You enjoy what you're doing. I don't know. Like, I'd like to be successful within the realms. Of, like I say, I want to be appreciated. I'd like people to say that you make really good films or your work's really good, but I don't want fans. Because I don't want people. Like if someone comes up to you in the street and says, "Fucking hell, you're that guy. Can I get a photo with you?" That's fine. 
yeah. I don't want hundreds of thousands of people standing there, like outside my house, begging me to take a photo because that would just I'm quite it's like a, a, I'm quite a quiet, reserved well, person. Believe it. Good argument for that is recently people that I watched Cheap and Hunter, one of their members, the house got a uh, got invaded by a fan. Well, presumed fan who had a gun. Uh, a bunch of texts on his phone saying that he didn't like the people that he was actually attacking. So who knows what happened? But that's where that's the bad, really bad side of fame is you get those it's not people. Even that shit. That I, are just, I am a quiet. I'm in myself a lot. So what's your ideal job? So you said you want to own your so own little company. For so me, the steps are so I don't want to go to university if I can help it. Oh God, no. I want to. I want to like finish college. I want to go and like take a gap year. I want to try and get a job, I want to make something, ideally in that time I want to be working within the media, whether it's as a like, permanent thing in a company, or just on freelance or something like that, but Yeah, I'd like to be working. If I can't do that, then I'll bite the bullet and go to university and sort it out there. But ideally, I get a job in this gap year. From there, I'd like to stay on at a company for a bit, learn what I need to learn, do whatever I need to do. But then my ultimate end goal is I want to leave that and I want to start my own company. And I yeah. want to be doing photography and vid- videography and things. I-, I want to be doing what I like on my own. So cinematography is a, a broader area that you're interested yeah. in. Yeah, but it's not necessarily like I want to go with cameras and, and stuff like that. make this company, become a millionaire and do all that shit. Because that just, like I say, money doesn't interest me. I just love... I'm like I say. You like the craft more. I'm quite an independent person. I like yeah. to be on my own. I, it's not necessarily I don't like working with a boss, but I'd like to be the boss. The woman that goes with you is going to be a lucky lady. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? I don't like anybody else. I like being with myself. <laughs> it's just that wife is going to have a hard time. I can do people. This is what I mean. We're not going into this. <laughs> we are. We're not because I feel like we need fucking. Oh. Uh, therapist here. Yeah. No, I get that. I don't really have an ideal job. That's the thing. That's the problem I've always had through five years of secondary school and three years of college. I've always gone... People have asked me, oh, what do you want to do after this? I go, something in media. Because I don't have... I don't, yeah, that's my thing. I, I have an interesting work cameras, in media, but I don't want I like to do just cameras. But then, yeah. I like I have photography, but I wouldn't want to just be a photographer. I, I, I do I actually like uh, sound design as well. But I wouldn't want to do just sound design. Why aren't you editing these fucking podcasts then? Because it's on your channel. It's not on my channel. It's, it's a joint channel. channel. But you take them home on your SD card. And oh, I'm yeah, going to use editing software at home. I mean, I use Audacity. Or a card reader for that man. You've got... You, what? I don't uh, know. got a card reader. How? I rely very heavily on college. You could buy a USB one. No, no. I've never been able to. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, it's fucking light. <laughs> Not again. I've got a headache. Me I'm too. tired. Me too. Well, surprisingly, we've got about twenty minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes or ten minutes. Which one? It was fifty-five. So depending on when we go, it was twelve oh seven. It's now twelve fifty-five. Okay. Um, what? What else have you got to mention? Have you got any segues you want to bring I've up? I've got nothing else, but, you know... There was I've got one comparison I wanted to bring up. Let's go. When you it. talked about American TV. I hate There's one really good example. Watch one episode of US Kitchen Nightmares. Then watch one episode of UK okay. Kitchen no. Nightmares. No. They're completely different. Okay. But... 
that's just Americans. No, just the drama of the show and the intensity that they try and put in the American version. But it's not, well, arguably, it's not scripted. So it's not my point of American humour. No, I mean the way they edit and the the way they do the voiceovers and stuff. Look at it and you'll see that they just try to add so much more drama than it's actually the same people. I don't know. All I can say is that the American version is built for American TV and you can tell. Yeah. Short attention (laughs) span. Don't rag on the Americans <laughs> in the last five minutes. I've got no issue with Americans. Really? It's just, it's not my thing. Like, America, I'm sure, is great. And you do you. There's some British humour that I think's fucking dog shit as well. Like what? A lot. Like? I don't know. I don't like plebs. Yeah. That show is dog and the Mighty Boosh and all that shit. Every time I see that site, there's British comedy. I think it's fucking wank. I'm ashamed of plebs as a TV show. I like the fact the entirety of that show just exists because an MP called a police officer a pleb. Yep. This audio is going to be great, but We've got someone talking in the background, you playing with a chair, <laughs> constant bitching about a strobe light that you still refuse to turn off. I've not refused to turn it off. The phone is getting quite hot, though, now. So when it blows up, they're going to laugh at you. Yep. Uh, right, well, I think I'm done with the amount of things I wanted to talk about. I asked my big question very early on, so... What was that? That was, the, like, what would you make as a film and stuff like that. When you say this, your big question, did you come up with it in the past half an hour by any chance? Yeah, because when Dan, when our teacher first talked about the assignment, I thought, oh my God, that's a brilliant thing to ask on the podcast because it gets us talking about media. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I thought you'd be interested in that as a media student. <laughs> I am. It was good. All right, have you anything to mention? Which of you don't know? I want to talk about the podcast briefly. Okay. What are your plans with it? Or the channel in general? Because I know we spoke briefly about this yesterday, but... Uh, I would like to get to a point where we have a mm, formula or a process to every... Yeah, I see. Studio 2 as a channel and the podcast as a thing that's on the channel. Yes. I want other stuff to come out here. Yeah, well, so starting off, we're in college at the moment. If we make something that you're happy with, put it on. Yeah, see, I want to, like I said, on. I want to start making short films. Yeah, and outside of college, I've had a camera and had the stuff to make one, or I just rented out the camera from here. Hmm. If I produce something that I liked, I would probably put it on that channel and use that as a way to get it out. Because you say like, oh, I like this as being a sort of joint media. Channel. It's produced by Studio Two. That'd be like a cool little tag. Even though Studio 2 is a dog awful name and I don't like it, but I came up with it. You fucking came up with it. I came up with it and I liked it at first and I'm thinking, without the context, it's just Studio 2 as a joke and you're going, oh yeah, yeah, we'll do that one. (laughs) Yeah, but without the context, it's dog. But I love the name and the context behind it because I always think that stories are good. I like stories behind stuff. Yeah. Like when you think that Pixar puts that one letter in it every film. Because that book, because it was that classroom. Yeah, classroom number. Um, But I like stories like that. Yeah, so it gives a context to what little Easter eggs. Would you or are oh, there fuck. any Easter eggs that you would like to have in films? Like, I mean, again, so we've been doing about water. Just uh, all that. are there anything that you'd love to have as a running sort of just thing links to, to inspiration? So, say you had a film where. So, for example, a... you've done a Neil Automata advert recently. In that, you have the little figurine of the character. Yeah. Would it be as... It'd be stuff like that. It'd be little things that you can spot in the frame. So say I was doing a horror film and mm. one of my inspirations was John Carpenter's The Thing. 
I'd have maybe the, the post somewhere in shot, but not directly in front of it. Yeah. So, that so it's not point out look at this. Yes, it's, it's all point out and go, oh, there's the, uh, the thing post. So for me, I'd like things of... So, um, or a tagline from a film like Aliens, because that's got a lot of memorable lines. Yeah. Something like that. Like, but the streets yeah. show thing. In my head, like the album cover for that is a guy leaning against the bus, like, waiting for a bus, like wearing a parka. I love the idea of replicating that shot in yeah. the film as sort of a wink to source material. Yeah. I'm not standing there saying, look, this is the album cover. But if you know what the album cover looks like, you'd immediately look at that <laughs> shot and go, oh, it's that. I love things like I like the eureka moments in films where you go, oh, that's the bad guy. Or, oh, yes, that's no, I where love this that. comes from. I also love moments in films where, the, where not, not necessarily a plot twist happens, but everything falls into place and you go, Oh, yeah. oh, I love that. There's a uh, like, for instance, Ex Machina. I mentioned that earlier. There's a bit where you find out who's actually the one who's tricking everyone and who's sort of who's uh, who's orchestrated a plan. And you go, oh shit! <laughs> and then you sort of want a sequel, but I don't ever want a sequel to that film. But I do at the same time. Some films do not need sequels. I feel like we need a wider culture of having films with the same characters. This is why I like the series, mean? I think. Because with the series, you establish your characters and you can do whatever you like to that, those characters within reason. I yeah. think with films, you couldn't really bring out like the cast of aliens going to like Thought Park. It wouldn't work. But the dynamic that you'd build between the When you cast, said films with the same characters, that's just a sequel. No, but that's what I mean. It wouldn't work as a sequel. Because, like I say, you couldn't have the characters from Aliens go to Thought Park. No, because two of them died in the third film. Well, the ones that still are fucking alive. You mean Sigourney Weaver? I only said uh, fucking <laughs> Aliens because I know that you like it. Yeah. All right, you right. wouldn't have the characters of fucking Scream go to the theme park and just have not horror. Like, you can't take horror... You mean same characters, different genre, different plot? You can't take horror... Um, Elsewhere, pretty much. Like, a horror film... You couldn't take the characters from a horror film and put them in a comedy film. Yeah, that you wouldn't could. Work. No, you couldn't. That's what horror comedy is for. No, no that's horror comedy. Oh, I'm one about you yeah, take a, a horror film debate. and then the second version of that horror film. So you make a horror film called Boo, and it's pure horror, and then you do Boo Two, yeah. and it's comedy. That wouldn't work. Yeah. I get, I get what you mean. I do get what you mean. There's. I like series. Yeah. TV's underrated. I don't like crossovers. This is what pisses me off when people go on about TV's dying and shit. No, it's not. No, it's not. The way we watch it is. Yeah. TV itself isn't dying. And in fact, it's getting itself, more popular. You look at some of this look, shit that BBC and Channel 4 pump out. There's some really good stuff. Yeah. Like rivaling cinema. If we have some fucking amazing dramas. It was a Simon Bully, wasn't there, with Maisie Williams, which is pretty good. I fucking love that. Right. The American Cyber <laughs> Bully, this is what I mean. It's too much. The British ad- adaptation on it, and if you've got a VPN or anything like that, I would strongly recommend, I think it's on the Ner- American Netflix, watch the American version of Cyber Bully. Yeah. Because it's... Or torrented. It's, it's a film sort of thing. Of It's about an hour and a half long, and it tells the story of what happens in the like narrative and all that lot, and it's yeah. a decent film. The British version with Maisie Williams, whom I'm, I, I like. He's an avid fan of. And uh, I seem to like films and series with it people does. that I like in them. <laughs> Antonio Thomas is in Lovesick as well. And Misfits. Okay. 
I am perv. No. So, I forgot what I was saying. Yeah, the uh, British version of Cyberbully. You've got one character, well, one actual character. There are other characters that are referenced. You've yeah. got one actual character with in one room talking to a computer and the whole thing just revolves around that person yeah. and you learn the narrative from what's happening. Yeah. That's why I like that over the American one because the American one's too... It tells you what's going on too much and I don't like that. Yeah, I get that. A little bit distracted by the fact that Ryan's currently playing with the fucking... I'm trying to move still. it. Because <laughs> it's getting towards the end and I'm trying to make sure it doesn't damage our retinas any more than it has to. Oh, it's alright. We've only been sat in here for an hour. <laughs> It's fine, no, it won't have damaged it yet. Well, I hate you. on that note, I think we should probably end. I hate you. I know, I hate you too. Hate we you. were talking earlier about why we're still friends. We had a nice day yesterday, what the fuck happened to that? We're a, I thought we were having a nice day today. No! Why not? Because I hate you! Oh, thanks, bye. Uh, so, next week, we'll do the same thing. We won't have a plan. He'll probably still have that fucking shitty strobe light. We're going to be in Studio 2 again. Hopefully, yes. Ryan still won't have watched The Burning. I will. I promise I won't have watched The Burning. I'm so sorry. Brilliant. I will watch the first day of Detectorists. And Monsters. Detectorists. And Monsters. It's not my thing. It's not your... Fine. And... We still won't have a guest, but we'll tease you with it. Every now and then. (laughs) Tease you. Yeah. We'll tease all one viewers. See you there. So, this has been the Studio 2 podcast. I've been tired and angry and with a headache. What have you been, Ryan? Oh, no, I've been the light on. quite angry with a headache. Um, and that was mainly your fault. Now um, you're going to make me go and watch anime as well. Yep, see ya. Got the normal light on, by the way. Have you? Yeah. Didn't fucking notice.